Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Welcome back to another episode, ladies. Today, we are joined with someone who, you know, I always say I'm the queen of protein. Well, this woman, she is the queen of consistency. And I just came up with that on the fly, guys. Props to me. Um, Rajrana is a former 90 Day Fit Bay body client. But it's funny I say the word former because I think when you're a 90 day fit babe, body babe, like you're this way for life. Like we're trying to eat and be balanced and love the way that we look and show up for ourselves for life. So without further ado, I'm super excited to have a very fun conversation with Rodriana to inspire you guys to be freaking consistent as well. Welcome Rodriana. Hi, thanks for having me. Thinking back to the beginning, it's so funny. I actually pulled up your Mm -hmm. like initial application to coaching. And I know for you, you have a daughter in your career. Like you just wanted to feel your best, but you know, let's time travel back to when you first Mm -hmm. applied for coaching. What would you say were like the biggest things you were struggling with at the time? So really the biggest thing for me was knowing where to start. So like my background is, you know, I, I have a fitness background and I do have some knowledge on like nutrition, but I think I lost sight of that. I didn't know where to start because I was, you know, I think I was so far past or so far removed from nutrition. I was more focused on fitness and pretty much trying to like out, you know, I was trying to use fitness instead of nutrition to meet my body, my body goals. So I was like, okay, I need somebody that knows way more than me to get me back on track and get me to a good place. So I followed you on social media and I liked your rhetoric and I really appreciated you talking about wanting to, it being okay to want to have physical goals and like what you see physically. Um, Because I feel like right now, like it's all about just love where you are, love your body where the way it is, which I do love myself. I do love my body, but I also have aesthetic goals. So that was a huge thing that clicked with, with you when we talked. So long story short, I needed someone to get me back on track. I was so far removed. I had a baby. I worked full time, had a business and just was way too past like on nutrition and all of that. So yes, you were like my saving grace when I found you. Oh my goodness. Well, there's so much to unpack there. And the first thing I just want to say is I love that you're saying that you were confident already and confidence takes many forms. I think there's this narrative that if you want to lose weight, it's like, you hate yourself. You're disgusted. You freaking hate your life. Like you're not living your life already, but What's beautiful is you're a successful entrepreneur. You have a family, like you have it going yeah. on and there's so many other aspects to, to you. Right. But right. in, in the nutrition piece and like the body piece, it's not like you hated yourself and that's why you wanted no. to lose weight. It was more, right. I think of you rising to, I, I want all of these aspects of my life that are so going yes. so awesome. I want the body piece to feel just as awesome as that. Yeah. A hundred percent because I did you know, after having a baby and then like time went on and I worked, I've been working so much. Like it was like, I looked up and I was like, what the hell happened? (laughs) Like I, I didn't look like myself. And again, like we're saying, I did love myself. I wasn't disgusted, but I was like, that's not me. That's not the body I'm used to. That's not the body that I feel my best at. 
And so I was like, I need to do something about it because I can't just keep working out and waiting for that to happen. A lot of us think if we just work out, it'll, you know, we'll look the way we want. But I had a come to Jesus moment. That's just not going to work because I've been doing that and it's not working. So yeah, it, it was a great, it was a great experience starting with you. And I know we'll talk about it, but it, it was, it was truly awesome. Amazing. And what really inspired me with your story too, and what I personally related to on a very personal note is when you're in the fitness, health, wellness space, or even like in healthcare, I think people can relate to it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that like you, you, you crush the fitness thing. Right. And it's not right. like your diet, you, you didn't know fruits and veggies are healthy and right. like you didn't have a foundation, but I think it's really tough. You know, if you're coming from not in the health and wellness space in any, any shape or form and it's almost easier to swallow the hard pill to swallow that like your diet isn't where you want it to be. But when you are associated somehow with like the fitness and wellness space, I know Mm -hmm. for me, that's where I, it became really painful for me to actually address and like understand the food piece. Cause it's like, well, shit, like, shouldn't I have my shit together? Exactly. I think that's a really painful thing, but I think also something so many women relate to because they feel like they should have their shit together. So for you, like, how did you process that? I know you mentioned that, like, come to Jesus moment. Moment. How mm-hmm. did you process that you, what you were doing on your own wasn't clicking anymore and you needed to one, reach out for help, but like two, mm-hmm. go down a different path to get where you wanted to be. Like, how was that process for you? So I was, I was doing the workouts. I was strength training, which I know you preach all the time. Like I was doing the damn thing, but there was never a change, even like outside of the scale. So there was no body recomposition. There was literally nothing. And that's extremely dis, you know, discouraging as, as a woman, especially. So I was like, clearly I, I'm doing something wrong. You know, I've even tried other, you know, quote, I'm throwing diets in quotes. <laughs> We're um, going there. You know, <laughs> like I've done all of the things and still nothing. And one of the things that was frustrating for me too is, like on a a personal note too, you know, I'm preaching to my clients in the fitness world about, you know, this stuff's important if you want to see these things and I'm preaching that, but it's not working for me. So clearly like I'm doing something that's not right, you know, and I just had to admit it to myself. Like I, I think I knew deep down, but I was like, no, I'm, I know I'm eating healthy, like healthy again in quotes. But like, it's not that I wasn't not eating healthy. Am I eating enough? Am I eating enough of the right things? Like I, that was my issue. I just realized, yeah, this clearly I'm doing something wrong. It has to be because I'm seeing other people. I know we shouldn't compare ourselves to people, but I'm seeing other people that are working out and losing weight. Like people that their daughters are the same age as mine and they're losing their baby weight. So like, Clearly, Roger on is doing something wrong. So mm-hmm. I I just realized I have to ask for help. Yeah, I do know a little bit about, you know, the nutrition, but in the fitness world, like it's you learn it, but not that I didn't care. I respected professions. There are registered dietitians who this is their study. I'm not gonna step on those toes. So I've never really like dove into that nutrition side of the fitness world like like that. So I knew I'm gonna find a dietitian to, to help me because there's clearly no other way. I need someone that knows more than I do. And I'm 
I'm okay with that. And I understand my, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. So I'm going to seek out someone that's good at something I'm not good at, if that makes sense. So I found you and I was like, hell yeah, I need her. Oh, I love it. And what I love too, that you're saying is, you know, comparison is a thief of joy. And I think there are good comparisons and bad comparisons, especially Mm -hmm. on a fitness journey. Like when you're comparing weekly weight loss versus someone else, like you can't like someone, someone's on a different chapter and you don't know what chapter they're on because you don't know what got them to the place that they're at. But I think in a really real sense, if you're not seeing progress and you're doing Mm -hmm. all of the things, I think it actually can be beneficial to look around And I mean, that's really what even this podcast is about, right? Like Mm -hmm. hearing other people and their success to know that, fuck yeah, like you can do this too. Like you're not different. You're not incapable. I'm not broken, right? Yeah, you're not broken. (laughs) And it's really just the approach. And I love that you used looking around and like seeing other mothers. Like, yeah, they might Mm -hmm. be at a different phase, but you, what's really amazing is you didn't use that as discouragement because a lot of people can interpret that. A lot of women will interpret that as discouragement. And that be a negative comparison, but for you, that was motivation. And I think that also just shows you where your mindset was at when you first Mm -hmm. began this. Like it was really about how to find the right thing that was going to click for you to see results. And it was less about like being a victim and being like, oh, like, woe is me. Like you were ready for the challenge is what I'm hearing. Agreed. And like when we had our call, like the first call I had with you, I remember that was like one of the things we clicked on. You were like, you sound like you're fucking ready. And I was like, (laughs) yes, I am. Like I am. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of like on this hamster wheel of not seeing the results when I know I, I can do it. I just need to, I need the support is what I needed. Like I couldn't do it myself and that's totally okay. And yes, I was beyond ready, beyond ready. No more excuses. I, I needed it now. Mm. For you being ready, because I think a lot of women listening mm-hmm. to this, they associate being ready with, I am ready to lose weight. Yeah. Is there anything that you can reflect back on when you first began? Like when you were ready, it wasn't just that you wanted to lose weight. Like you were mm-hmm. ready to like take on the challenge of figuring this shit finally out. So yeah. you, do you have any advice for anyone that like they're ready for the results, but they might mm-hmm. not be ready to put in the work if you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I would be lying if I said I didn't want to lose weight and I didn't want to see the scale drop, but I was ready to feel my best. That, that was for me. So I think my advice is, is like, if you aren't feeling your best or you know what your best self feels like and that's not how you are right now that has to be your driving force but yes I would love to lose weight I love to see the scale drop but it was bigger for me it was okay Rajana feels good at this point and she's not at that point how do I get to that point again right and like I that was my driving force like I needed to feel good and I like that is holistically, you know, like body, mind, soul, all of the things. So like, that was my, that, that was my driving force. So that's my advice is like, I guess if anything, what's your why outside of the scale? And Mm -hmm. I know in the program, you, you do preach on that a lot too. Like we can't be like obsessed with the scale because that scale's not going to tell you everything. It's going to disappoint you. (laughs) It's going to disappoint you. It is. And like that, I know we'll probably talk about it, but 
that was a huge thing too in the program that I appreciated was like, let's take the power out of that scale. I love that. And honestly, I'm laughing because candidly, before we even press record um, and knowing our conversations, you know, mm-hmm. Rajarana is going to explain in here in a moment around her journey within the 90 days. But I think what's so important is this conversation around like, this isn't just 90 days. So when you think back to the program and knowing Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I know your story so well, girl, like sometimes we love the scale. Sometimes we're like F the scale. Like I feel like I'm doing the right things. Why is it not clicking? So talk to us a little bit about your journey specifically Mm -hmm. throughout the 90 days. And then I definitely want to talk about what happened after because you continue to lose so much weight with everything you learned. Yeah. So honestly, in the beginning, yes, I was a slave to the scale. Because I previously, before working with you, that's that was what I used to gauge my progress. Because without that, I'm like, okay, well, am I doing it? Am I working if my scale's not dropping? Um, so yeah, in the beginning, yes, it was scale focused. But as we started to work together, you really helped me not use that scale as, you know, an indication of if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, we use it as a tool to get weekly averages and we really discuss like, okay, like there are tons of fluctuations that will cause that scale to change. And like, there were times in our calls where you're like, it's impossible for you to gain (laughs) two to three pounds in a day. It's absolutely impossible, which is amazing to hear that, right? Like we always talked in terms of science, which I appreciate. Because in a wor- the world we're in, it's so easy to just, there's a lot of mess out there that isn't backed in science. So having these science-backed discussions with you on how the scale is going to tell you some things, but not other things, um, and you helping us work through that, that I appreciated that. So you also got me to the point of not being afraid to step on the scale and not let it affect my mood and affect what I eat that day or eat tomorrow or whatever. Like you really helped us. I'll say for me, you really helped me take, you know, the power away from the scale and focus on the other aspects. Mm. Um, and, and those other things that you helped me with are the things that I took after the program, not, you know, that scale. I took those lessons that are what are helping me now. The scale's not not that it's not helping me. It's not it's a tool, right? But it's it's I'm not a slave to it anymore, which is great. Oh yeah. And when you focus too much on the scale, I mean I'm a broken record. I've definitely said this before in the show. Yeah. I've definitely said this to you before. But when you are just so focused on the scale, it's it sounds so simple, but it's like you're not focusing on the work. You're not focusing on what needs to change. Yeah. Like the scale only changes when you change your eating habits, right? Exactly. And and a yeah. big thing when like when I think about you and when when you DM'd me actually before we even you know scheduled this recording, mm-hmm. I when I think of you, I think about to all the times where we looked at like your food logs and looked at what yeah. you were eating. And when yeah. we think about your diet when you came in versus mm-hmm. what your diet is like now and what it evolved to over the course of the program. Talk oh, yeah. to us a little bit about <laughs> you're like, oh yes. Talk I feel seen to, right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. In I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like for so many women, they I mean, I'm gonna call you guys out. Like, yeah, I get it. Because I'm like you too. But when you track your calories, you're like, I'm doing it right. Look at the numbers. But mm-hmm. I, when I think of Rodriana, it, it wasn't the numbers that were important. It was really what she was eating and the yes. and the food choices that changed. So, how has your diet evolved? 
from the 90 days and even beyond? Like how, what has changed? Yeah. For well, I will say to even just start with that, like it, it is, I loved the tough love on that because like I said, in the beginning, I was eating healthy and all, you know, eating the right things. It's like, you are really good about being like, okay, let's look then. <laughs> and <laughs> having you open up my food log, I'm like, I am airing out my dirty laundry to her. That's how it feels. But it was necessary for you to look and say, okay, Radriana, you need to be adding more color to your food, which I still think about that even after the yes. program. Lauren said, I need color. Let me add some color to my plate. And like the right things. It's not that I wasn't eating quote unquote healthy. I just wasn't eating the right like groups of food. I was like, you know, focused on other things and not quality of food. And, you know, the, I don't want to say combinations, but kind of like my proteins yeah, and sure. like all of the color on my plate. And I wasn't, there were times too, where I barely had vegetables. I was like protein, protein, protein. Right. Cause that's like <laughs> Amazing. I mean, we love a little <laughs> protein good. moment, but we also love a little veg. And, exactly. you know, honestly, for, for women out there who are struggling similar to what Radriana struggled with at the beginning, I love tracking calories. But when you're so focused on numbers and you forget about like just even looking at your plate, and I give this advice mm-hmm. to my clients all the time. I'm like, if you're looking at your plate and you got served this at a restaurant where you were paying a pretty penny for your food, what would you think about that restaurant? And I love that because honestly, at most restaurants, you wouldn't want like a bland AF plate with like random Mm -hmm. portions, right? Like you you would expect a more traditional meal. And I think doing that can be really helpful because yeah, you got to eat less than what you burn, but if right. you're tracking and you think you're eating less than what you burn, but like you're, you're the quality isn't there. Yeah. It's not that you need a calorie drop. It's that, okay, you know, how can we improve what you are actually eating? Yeah. And I agree with that because there's a ton of like buzz in the fitness space on like, you could technically eat, you know, crappy food as long as you eat less, which yeah, like you said, okay, we get that, but it still matters the quality of it. And like, yeah, if I ate, you know, crappy fast food, but I stayed under my calorie budget. Okay. In theory, yes, I would probably lose something eventually, but the quality of it isn't there and how I feel when I eat it isn't there. Mm. So that was so important to me. And now, even now I'm like, okay, I need more veggies on my plate. I still, I'm good with my protein, but this feels weird not to have anything green on my plate. So let me add some vegetables. That even in the beginning before working with you, that was the thing I wasn't doing. I was just focused on like other things, apparently. <laughs> like, and I didn't even realize I didn't have like color on my plate, for example. Um, and so yeah, when we went through my food log and you're like, okay, you need to add at least this many cups of veggies or something with every meal. Um, that was that was so important. And I, yeah, I still take that to this day. I mean, that's still something I even focus on till this day. So I personally very much relate. (laughs) It's it's a lifelong thing, ladies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When we think about food log reviews, I've actually never asked a client this. And I think this Mm -hmm. will be really valuable for for women to hear. Because, you know, I I talk to so many different women and and like the quiz, right? There's so many different weight loss personalities and, you know, people have different approaches and struggles. But, you know, for a lot of women, it can be really scary airing out that dirty laundry and, you know, really showing your food choices. And what's ironic is you want to lose weight. You want to get the support. You want to get the help. But Mm -hmm. I I do see this time and time again in my career. It's like actually showing 
what right. you're eating can be really scary for women. So yeah. I'm first curious, how did you feel about that process? And like that first jarring moment mm-hmm. of like, okay, I'm going to actually share this. Um, yeah. And then secondly, how did you get over that? Because it's so mm-hmm. important to be able to get this feedback and information. And honestly, yeah. I think if you didn't get to the point where you were comfortable sharing it, I don't mm-hmm. think any client w- is able to see the maximum success that they're able to. So, so walk me through like before, I guess, Yeah, were you scared to show your food logs? I was a little scared. Yeah. To be honest. Cause it's like, it's one of those things that I'm like showing the world <laughs> what I'm doing and like, you know, deep down, you're not doing it right. <laughs> like, you know, deep mm. down. So oh, like, that's huge to hear Rodriana. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. You, we do, we really do. And it's just a matter of like, when do we acknowledge that? Right. I think we all know you ate like shit and you just don't want anyone to see it. But now it's like, okay, I need to keep myself accountable. Like, honestly, if I want to see change, I can't, I can't keep doing the same thing I'm doing because clearly it's not working. So it's like, all right, let's do this. Like other people in the group did it and which gave me strength to do it. You know, I, I do feed off of other people and like their strengths. So like I feed off of them in a good way, <laughs> you know? So like, yeah. that was huge for me. There were women in the group that were in the same position as me that did it. And I was like, all right, let's do mine. <laughs> like we're going to do this. You know, if I'm really wanting to see change and like have be set up with good, you know, skills after this, I need to be honest with myself because I know that I, I'm not, I'm not doing what I should be doing. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. I am, I'm almost viewing it like deciding that you want to lose weight is like one level of honesty. Signing yeah. up for pro- a program is another layer right. of honesty, right? Oh, yeah. But right. It, there's still like roadblocks to the levels of honesty. It's sort of like, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. I always say the Bloomin' Onion from Outback. I don't even like yeah. Outback guys, but I feel like so many people use the analogy of a Bloomin' Onion. Um, but it's like these layers of the onion get peeled back. Yeah. And I feel like someone actually looking at your food choices and you being open to mm-hmm. receive that feedback is that really, I'd say borderline, like the final layer of honesty. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of women get to that point and then they pull themselves back because they pull back. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's fully accepting mm-hmm. the faults. And when yeah. I say faults, it's, it sounds like you failed, right? It's not failure. It's, but it's like being right. able to understand what's really holding you back. Um, yeah. And Absolutely. I love how candid you're being around, like it, it was scary, but you mm-hmm. still decided to do it. And yeah. when you, when you got that feedback for women who are, are so scared to pull that like fire final layer mm-hmm. off of the onion, right. What yeah. would you say to women who are like still doubting themselves and like scared to fully plunge into this all? I would say, like I tell myself and my daughter every day, take a deep breath and just do it. Cause there's nothing, what's the worst that can happen that like Lauren or somebody else says, Hey, this is why you could potentially not be seeing progress. Of course we want those answers. So it's not like you're gonna, there's literally nothing bad that can happen other than hearing what you need to hear and then getting valuable information from it. That's going to help you succeed. So just breathe, take a breath and do it. There's literally nothing bad that can come from it other than, again, getting knowledge, good knowledge to take so that you can see the progress 
for whatever you need, like whatever type of progress you're looking for. That's so valuable. You can get this feedback. And I'd also Mm -hmm. argue one other negative thing that could happen is you get this information, but then you don't do anything with it. So I have this expression, you can know what you need to do, but it doesn't mean you're Mm going to do it. For you, Rodriana, are you one of those people that if you get the information, you're a doer, or do you ever struggle with actually doing what you need to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll say for me, I I could be a little bit of both, but in my 30s, I I want to be accountable for myself. Finally, right? I'm I in my 30s, I want to put myself first. You know, I I give to everybody else. That's my personality and I'm good with that. I, I love it, but 30 30s Rodriana is all about herself. 30s is about me. We we (laughs) love a selfish queen. (laughs) This is the one time I want you to be so (laughs) flipping selfish, guys. I love it. Yes. Yes. So I was going to take that information and I was going to do the damn thing with it because I was just beyond ready. I was tired of like not feeling like myself. So like you said, you can either take the information and like do what you need to do, or you can take it and be like, all right, I'll I'll tweak it a bit so that it serves me better and makes it easier. I was ready to do the challenge. I was ready to take the information, be uncomfortable for a little bit until I got it figured out. Like I wasn't trying to take what you gave me and like try to change it, right? To make it less challenging or make it easier for me Mm. to do. I was ready to take the information and do exactly what you told me to do because in the past, yeah, that's what I would have done. I would have taken it and been like, okay, but yeah, I think I could change this part because in reality, it just made my life easier. <laughs> it didn't mm. help me. Oh, it just I love made my this honesty. I am yeah. living for the honesty. Yeah. And honestly, an expression I've become so obsessed with lately is hacking your way out of the hard work. There's no fucking yes. hacks. There's no there shortcut. None. There's none at all. Uh, there is none. And your program and working with you was that wake up call I needed because that's what I was doing. I was like, all right, let's take this. We know this is, this is probably going to work, but it doesn't work for me right now. In reality, I just didn't want to do it. It seemed too hard and I was going to make it work based on what I wanted it to be like in the moment. So I did the program and again, 30 year old Radriana was going to focus on herself and I did it exactly how you said to do it. I knew it was going to take time. You did preach that as well. Like you're not going to see change every single day, right? But it's the consistency part of it that allows you to see the change over time. And I I took that and I ran with it. Mm, I love that. Now talk to me around in 90 days, if you remember Mm -hmm. how much weight were you down? And then obviously I know you messaged me, but I'll let you share the iconic news of how much you're down now. And I just want to dwell on that for the audience for a moment, just because Rodriana didn't lose all of her weight inside of Fit Bay Body. She continued with everything. And like, there wasn't like this hard stop, like, okay, this is 90 days, day 91. Like something is just different. I'm going back. Like, like everything Mm -hmm. you've done in 90 days, was exactly what was you or exactly the Mm -hmm. things that you were going to continue doing. So walk us through in Fit Bay Body versus, you know, once continuing and where you're at now. Yeah. So when I started with you, I know you talked, you gave us like a range of like what people could lose. And I I will admit in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to be at the right side of that. Right. I'm going to be at that (laughs) 
You're like, I'm going to be 20 to 30 pounds (laughs) down in 90 days. Like I'm going to be the outlier. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Challenge accepted. I'm going to be that gal. Um, But to be honest, like in the program, I lost a little over five pounds, which I know to some people, they're probably like, what? Only five. But to me, I gained more information and value with the five pounds that I lost in the program that allowed me to succeed after your 90 days. For me, the 90 days, yes, I lost the weight, but it was more than weight loss for me. I needed to, I just needed a whole rewiring. (laughs) Like I needed to be completely rewired with the right thing. So to me, that was the best part. Yeah. The five pounds is great. I'm not going to lie but it was what I learned that was the best for me. And then the five pounds. Okay, cool. And I, and yeah, that could have been discouraging, but for me, I was like, I know five pounds, but at least I saw a change. Cause for the last couple of years, I did. Then after the 90 days, like, like you said, it would have been easy to be like, all right, 90 days are over. You know, let's continue on with what I was doing prior. But I refused. I refused to continue like what I was doing before. I wanted to stick with it. So I just kept doing what you taught me to do. It it honestly became autopilot, right? So I just kept doing it, doing it to the point where like, you know, I essentially forgot I was doing it because it just became part of my life. (laughs) Yeah, it did. You helped me create habits, right? Good habits. And they just became part of my normal routines and normal life. And continue to do it. And then now I'm, I'm at this point, I'm a little over 16 pounds down, which is huge for me, right? Like maybe to other people that may not be, but for me, it's huge. Like the fact that I'm even seeing the scale drop, but still also not obsessed with the scale. I'm seeing composition, but my body composition is different. My mood is different. My skin is different. Like just those are personally that it, it, those things have been more important to me than the scale. I still step on the scale every single day to see like my weekly averages and like get an idea of what my body's doing, but I'm not obsessed with it. I step on it. I'm like, cool, you know, track it. And I look, and I'm like, oh, 16 pounds down. What the heck? <laughs> like what great things I could do when I'm not fixated on the scale, right? I'm just stuck with my good habits and yeah. And I'm still doing it now, even, you know, today. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm extremely happy, extremely appreciative of you and the 90 days and the knowledge that I took from you and continue to take from you. I'm still stalking you on Instagram and still <laughs> wait. Like- I love it. And also we, we have to just call out the fact that you literally, when you DM'd me and yeah. you scheduled this, you literally yeah. were like, I had to step on the scale multiple times when you, yeah. like, I think it was like 15 or 16 pounds down when you yep. messaged me. And yep. like you saying that was so awesome because to me, I interpreted that as like, it was almost too good to believe, but also because like you weren't focused on the scale to lose all this weight. Like you have just completely shifted your focus from, okay, the scale. And like, what is the way into what is the work? Like, what do I need to be doing? And truthfully, absolutely with your story, like so many other women, I'd say most of our clients, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like you, the, the timeline it takes was the timeline it was always meant to take. Like, right. like that 90 days so for, for many women, <laughs> like you have to rewire your brain and set this foundation. Mm-hmm. And I know 
because we live in a society where we want those results faster. And yeah, yeah, for instant gratification. Yeah. Yeah. The instant gratification, like you may lose 20 to 30 pounds in 90 days, but for some women, five to 10 pounds is what you needed. So then you can have a bigger return on your investment. I mean, like think of it like the stock market, right? Not that I'm like a a crazy stock market (laughs) person, but like, like if you're going to get a bigger return because you're taking more time with something, like, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want that at the end of the day yeah. instead of the short-term gratification? And that's really what you did. Right. You stuck around long enough for that return to come yeah. in big. Yeah. And the lasting habit of it. Right. And like, when I said, like, I stepped on the scale because I was like, wait a second, it, my scale must not be like level. Is it broken? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's all right. Cause I haven't seen that number in a very long time. So when I stepped on it again, I was like, well, shit, she was right. <laughs> like, this does actually freaking work. I'm not broken. I just had to stick to something longer than a month or to even the 90 days to actually see it happen. Because all of those years I've been like essentially screwing myself up with like the lack of eating or the quality of it that I had to get my body back to a good place for it to even begin to do what I wanted it to do. And like, mm-hmm. that was so hard. That was a pill that was so hard for me to swallow. Like, okay, Rodriana, this is going to take longer than your 90 days, right? Like, again, like I said, in the beginning, I was comparing myself to other people. You know, I do see in the, in the program, you hear the other women's weight loss and like, hell yeah, I'm happy for them. But I'm like, well, shit, what about me? But I was like, no, I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm going to use that as motivation. These women are doing it. Lauren knows what she's talking about. I'm going to keep doing it. I know I can do it. And, and I did, and I'm still going to do it. I'm not exactly at the number that I want to be with, you know, the number still doesn't mean anything, but I'm not at the number it mentally that I feel like I want to be at, but it's not discouraging me. It's going to keep me going. I'm still, you know, I've got fuel in me to continue because now I see that what I'm doing is right. And it's serving my body well. And now my body is reacting well to it. So why would I stop, right? And even when I do hit whatever that number is, I feel like it's just second nature for me to continue to live this way because I want to keep myself honest on what I'm eating. And that's, you know, important because again, like we're saying, you slip back and you, you know, deep down, you're not focused on quality and you weren't eating very well. So I, I want to just keep that in the forefront of my mind. Like I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to track for the rest of my life, but you know, I do want to get to the point where it is second nature for me. And like, I can just instantly know like, okay, this is what I need. This is how much I need. And like, I want it to just become part of my life. Yeah. I mean, you even mentioned before how so much of this is habit, which is why mm-hmm. you haven't been like so focused on the scale because you do it yeah. regardless of what the scale is showing you, which is chef's yeah. kiss. Amazing. I want everyone to do the same. Yeah. But I, I love that you're also mentioning like the the removal of the tracking piece. And you know, I'm a big believer, mm-hmm. as I'm sure I've said this in coaching as well but you have to focus on the here and now. Like we can't think yeah. about, Oh, what's it like to get rid of tracking? Because that's just not right. the circumstance right now. Like we're trying to right. lose weight. Like the, yeah. it's going to be so organic. And I love how you're really, I know it's corny, but like trusting the process of, yes. you know, I'm not at the end goal. I want to lose more weight. I'm still a little bit yeah. more reliant on my fitness pal to kind of guide yeah. me choices and hold me accountable. 
but it's, right. it's viewing it without guilt, shame, or like mm-hmm. attaching an emotion to it. Like it's just focusing right. on the here and now. And for that, like, that's why you're going to be successful, especially removing the tracking down the line, because mm-hmm. you're focusing on the here and now and not yes. focusing on the future, which is going right. to deprive you of that present moment. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Like tracking isn't, I'm not saying I want to do it forever, but like you said, right now I have to, and I'm okay with that. Like it is, it's become second nature. You know, you, I have my scale, I have, you know, my, my, my fitness pal and I just, I just do it. I mean, and I'm even to the point where I can like kind of visually gauge, you know, my portions and like, okay, yeah, that's probably about three to four ounces of protein, but I'm still tracking it because I need to, because I'm not at my, my goal and that's okay. And I'm good with it. Cause it's not, once you get into the routine of it, it's really not that hard and it's not that difficult to just be like, okay, let me go in and out this today so I can make sure I hit my protein goal. Like it's second nature. And I know for me, when I first started, I was like, oh, I don't want to track. That's what I don't want to do. But I had to, you have to, (laughs) if you want (laughs) to actually see change and see what you're doing, you have to. Girl, wait, can everyone repeat that again? Because you have to earn the right for this shit to be easy. I say that all the time. (laughs) You do. We can, if you actually want to know, how are you going to know without tracking it? Right? Like, yeah, down the line, you will get to the point of probably being able to eyeball everything, but I got to keep myself honest. Like I, I have to, right. And it's something about like, damn, if I, I'm going to have to put that in my, my fitness pal, do I really want to consume that? Probably not because I'd rather use my calorie money, like you say, for something else. So I'm good with tracking. It's really not that bad. Yes. Oh, literally everyone re re listen to that again. Like that is such gold. I'm obsessed. Now I have one more question for you, Rajana. Yeah. For women who are frustrated. They're not having your mindset right now. They're like looking at this episode here in it. They're like, damn, like I want to be like Rajarana, but right now they're obsessed with the scale. They're focusing on the mm-hmm. number. They're maybe not even obsessed with the scale, but just frustrated that it isn't occurring and clicking quicker for them. Yeah. What's something that you think these women might benefit from hearing? What advice would you give them? My advice would be to focus on your weekly averages. And that has been a game changer for me is the Monday to Saturday could be completely different. But if you step on that scale every single day, I know it may annoy you because you might, it might affect your day. Try not to let it affect your day, but step on it every single day and see what you look like across multiple days, not just one day Mm. and be fixated on that. That one day doesn't mean anything. You have to look at the weekly averages. And again, that is something you really, really harp on. Like one day is not going to tell me anything. I need to see what you look like, not look like, but like, what do the numbers look like over a longer period of time? Because weight fluctuates so much. And like, we talked about it too, in the program closer to your cycle. It's like, again, you're like, you guys cannot gain this amount of weight. It's just not possible. No, no calorie adjustments on your period. Don't you ladies dare ask me for a calorie adjustment. If you're on your period, I'm bloated. I'm on my cycle. No, like no adjustments. It's, it's just like, you don't get a haircut when you go through a breakup, right? Just wait. (laughs) So it's like that. Like there's some, it's going to fluctuate. So just weigh yourself every day. And I still do it. 
I have one of those scales that like puts it in the app and it tracks it, which has been glorious because it gives me my, my averages. I can see the ups and the downs and, you know, you get an idea of like, okay, what is my body actually doing? As opposed to like Monday, I weighed myself and like it ruined the rest of my week. (laughs) So that's my advice is focus on an average over a longer period of time. That's where you see the, you know, the real work. So, I mean, this episode is truly so iconic. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Rodriana. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And again, I'm so thankful for you and the program. And, you know, you're you're very awesome at what you do. And I appreciate you more than than you even know. Oh, I appreciate you. Seriously. Thanks Thanks for coming on the show, Rodriana. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 